Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday's Sports on the Sports History Network. Last week, I did a podcast on the 1921 to 1932 New York Yankees dynasty. Today, I'm going to talk about the next dynasty the Yankees had which covers 1936 to 1943. World Series champs four straight years, 1936 to 1939, and again in 1941 and 1943, these Yankees were on a roll. From 1933 to 1935, the Yankees finished in second place, but 1936 was an excellent year for the Yankees as they won 102 regular season games before defeating the New York Giants four games to two in the World Series. With Babe Ruth now retired, Lou Gehrig was the team's best player. Gehrig batted 354 with 49 home runs and 152 RBIs winning his second American League MVP award. Catcher Bill Dickey also had a great year, batting 362 with 22 home runs and 107 RBIs. Rookie center fielder Joe DiMaggio belted 29 home runs, drove in 125 runs, and batted 323. In 1937, the Yankees picked up right where they left off, again winning 102 regular season games and capturing their sixth World Series trophy. Lou Gehrig led the team in batting average at 351, while Joe DiMaggio led the team in home runs with 46 and RBIs with 167. Pitchers Lefty Gomez and Red Ruffing combined for 41 wins on the season. New York kept on winning, sweeping the Chicago Cubs for their third World Series win in a row in 1938. That team was loaded with great players, including Bill Dickey, Lou Gehrig, and Joe DiMaggio. DiMaggio led the team in batting average at 324 home runs with 32, and RBIs with 140. Pitchers Red Ruffing and Lefty Gomez continued to lead a stellar pitching staff. 1939 would see the Yankees win an unprecedented fourth World Series in a row. Six players batted over 300, including pitcher Red Ruffing, who again won over 20 games. Joe DiMaggio led the team with 30 home runs, 126 RBIs, and a 381 batting average, while also winning the American League MVP award. But it was a bittersweet season for the Yankees. Legendary Lou Gehrig was diagnosed with 
ALDS, an incurable neuromuscular illness. After finishing third in 1940 with an 88 and 66 record, the Yankees were back on top in 1941. Their 101 and 53 record was good enough to claim their 12th American League pennant, and they made short work of the Brooklyn Dodgers in the World Series, winning four games to one. Rookie shortstop Phil Rizzuto batted 307. Joe DiMaggio won his second MVP award in three years, and his 56-game hitting streak during that season has yet to be surpassed. But sadness came when Lou Gehrig succumbed to ALDS on June 2nd, just 17 days before his 38th birthday. In 1942, the Yankees won 103 games but lost in the World Series for the first time since 1926. Outfielder Charlie Keller led the team in home runs with 26. Joe DiMaggio was the leader in RBIs with 114. Second baseman Joe Gordon batted 322 and won the American League MVP award. In 1943, Joe DiMaggio, Phil Rizzuto, and many other Major League players served in World War II. However, the Yankees still managed to win their sixth World Series in eight years, avenging their previous loss to the St. Louis Cardinals. Charlie Keller again led the team in home runs with 31, while first baseman Nick Eaton had 107 RBIs. Pitcher Spud Chandler won 20 games while losing only four and had a 1.64 ERA, earning him the American League MVP award. How can you do any better than seven pennants and six World Series victories in eight years? Find the answer next week in part three of my series on Remembering the Yankees. Hope you enjoyed this week's podcast, and don't forget to subscribe for free and get notified every time a new podcast is released. Until next time, take care and God bless. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Hello, football friends. This is Darren Hayes of the Pigskin Dispatch Podcast, and I'd like to invite you to the portal of positive football history, Pigskin Dispatch and pigskindispatch.com. We talk about everything that centers around the game of American football, expert discussions, the origins of the games, the great players, teams, and coaches, and more, and some great guests and insights from experts. We have new episodes three to four times a week, and you can find us on sportshistorynetwork.com, pigskindispatch.com, or your favorite podcast provider. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com 
forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.